Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today I'm going to look at the 2022 Cubs 40-man roster. Yeah, it's a little bit early. Yeah, it's a little bit early. But actually, there, there are a number of steps. There are a number of steps that you have to go through. This is the first step, and as you're going to hear in a couple of minutes, I'm not even close to done. I'm not even close to done with being done with the first step, and there's a lot of steps. So um, I'm going to get to it. What I'm going to do is, as I've talked many times before, left column is guys who are in. Right column is guys who are almost certainly out. Guys in the center column, not sure yet. So left column, center column, right column. I'm going to start with the left column. These are the players that I perceive as being in on the 40-man roster at least through Thanksgiving. At least through Thanksgiving. And a little tiny asterisk with uh, something that somebody had asked me, a very good question. If you're putting together your list, but you're planning on having someone traded, do you count them or exclude them? <coughs> because I'll use an example. If Kyle Hendricks is going to get traded, he won't be on, <coughs> he won't be on the Cubs 40-man roster after he's traded. And I said, as long as they aren't already traded, you have to consider them on the 40-man roster if there is a plan to be trading them. So if somebody... And, and, and another thing, what you're trying to do is be accurate. You're trying to be correct. You're not trying to um, make a statement on, I don't like this player or I don't like that player. It's not what this is about. This is about trying to be accurate. This is about trying to be correct. And there's a whole bunch of steps. If you're accurate, if you're correct, you're really close, then you're probably pretty good at it. Whereas if you're way off, then probably there are some things you need to improve in regards to putting together a 40-man roster. So here we go. I'm going to start with the left-hand column of the, let's see, 37, 46. There are 46 players on the 40-man roster because six players are on the 60-day injured list. Those players do not count against the 40-man roster. So there are 46. Half of them are in the left-hand column. 14 are in the center column. And nine are in the right column. So let's go. Left-hand column. Adbert Elzele. Alexander, uh, no, Anderson Espinoza. Edward Alzale, Anderson Espinosa, Kyle Hendricks, Cody Hoyer, Braylon Marquez, Alec Mills, Tommy Nance, Manuel Rodriguez, Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson, Alexander Vizcaino, Rowan Wick, and Brad Wick. Those are the pitchers that I have on the 40-man roster, at least tentatively. For next season, catchers, there's only two in the left-hand column. Miguel Amaya, Wilson Contreras. Infielders, I have five on the left-hand column. David Bodie, Nico Horner, Nick Madrigal, 
Raphael Morel, and Patrick Wisdom. In the outfield, I have three. Alexander Canario, Greg Dykeman, and Jason Hayward. I have 14 in the center column. They can go either way, very much either way, depending upon this, that, or the other thing. Um, Corey Abbott has struggled, but he is a starting pitcher. There's a little both ways. Um, going to have to see it play out. Rex Brothers, it'd be really easy to say, well, of course you're going to get rid of him. Well, the Cubs actually have his rights for next year if they want them. So that being the case, if they want them, I'm going to leave them in the center column and let the rest of the season figure it out. Um, Jonathan Holder coming back from injury is in the center column. Jake Jewell is in the center column. Dylan Maples is in the center column. A lot of people will probably put him in the left column, or some people might already put him in the right column uh, for various different reasons. I'm going to leave him in the center column. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, Trevor McGill, center column. Ryan Meisinger, center column. I would imagine a couple people might have him in the right column. Uh, Michael Rucker, center column. And Adrian Sampson, center column. Not sure on any of them. I'll have to figure that out. Um, center column, no catchers, center column, infielders, uh, Sergio Alcantara and Frank Schwindel. Not sure on either one yet. Could go either way. Center column, Ian Happ, Michael Hermosillo, and Rafael Ortega. I'm leaving them in center. Um, some people might have any of those three in the left column. I'm leaving them in the center for now. Um, right column. Not really a whole lot there. Uh, Zach Davies. I'm putting Adam Morgan in the right-hand column for right now. That could change, but I think I, I think he belongs in the right column. Um, Cole Stewart. I think he had his chance, and he um, misfired. Cubs might try to get him back again in the offseason, maybe. I don't know. I just don't think he's done enough to take advantage of the fact that the Cubs might want to keep him around. Uh, catchers Romine, Lobatone, Chirinos, and P.J. Higgins, all in the right-hand column. Uh, Duffy and Andrew Romine in the right-hand column as well as infielders. I'm going to return to this list periodically because it's really kind of important. It's really kind of important to get the right people in the right places. And if it gets to a point where, no, this guy really should not stick around, then move him to the right. Uh, if he should stick around, move him to the left. And just because someone is in a column right now doesn't mean he will, doesn't even mean I'm right. But I'm trying to be accurate. Now, the next thing... The next podcast along these lines that I'm going to do is assessing the six-year free agent types. Once a player is in an organization for six years, he has the freedom to go elsewhere. He can um, bolt to another system. So there are a list of players who are six year free agents. I'm going to run down the whole list in another podcast. And a lot of them will probably be names you're not familiar with, which is fine. But um, 
there's a handful of them that there are going to be some decisions to be made. The catch with the six-year free agent is five, five days after the World Series, five days after the World Series, if they have not been signed to a contract of some sort, they're free to go wherever they want. They're free to go wherever they want. So if someone on that list is not signed to a contract, then it's basically mutually beneficial. By, by the time, five days after the World Series, they're free to go wherever they want. So uh, the signing team has to make it worth their while. Otherwise, they'll just go as a free agent. So it's... Um, it's the uh, weight of the world is on the team, effectively, to get them to want to stay around for some reason. Um, then after the six-year free agents, there's also the players that are going to be eligible for the Rule 5 draft. So what you want to do with a 40-man roster, 40-man roster, you probably, in the Cubs situation, you'll probably want to have... 34 or 35 in that range players on the 40 man roster going into the off season. And just as a little heads up, you might want to have a player like Sergio Alcantara on the 40 man roster. Have him one of your 34 or so, because with Alcantara, if you wait until January to designate him for assignment, which is very possible. You know there's going to be some players that are designated for assignment as long as there are roster moves being made. Don't even know that, not with a looming strike or a lockout. But if there are players who are being designated, or if there are people who are being brought in to 40-man rosters, if you wait until, for instance, January with Sergio Alcantara, if he clears waivers, then the Cubs will get to keep him. Whereas if they let him go in November with the players who are non-tendered, that means he's a free agent and he's free to sign with whoever he wants. So... For some players, it may be useful, even if there is no specific intent to have them on the Major League roster in 2022. If you kind of would like to have them around still in 2022, you might want to keep them on the 40-man roster until such point as a, a roster spot is needed. So, for instance, the Sergio Alcantara, there could be others. But he, he's the one that comes to mind the quickest as far as a player who might be of some value on into the future. And you don't really want to lose him in November because then you've completely lost him and you get uh, no compensation of any way, shape, or form by him leaving. So um, with a 40-man roster, probably you'll want to have 34, 35, somewhere in that range, maybe 36 heading into the offseason, and if a player is added to the 40-man roster, if a player is added 
to the 40-man roster at any point after now. I don't know what the specific day is, but it's got to be really close. If someone is added pretty much after now to the 40-man roster, they have to stay on the 40-man roster until 15 days before the regular season starts, something like that. Because uh, when the Cubs had... Um, Cubs added Gray Fenter. I should let's see how he's doing. Gray Fenter from Baltimore um, is a free agent pick. No, Rule Five, free uh, Rule Five draft pick. Since they signed Gray Fenter, they couldn't do anything with him until 15 days before the season started. So as they ended up having people showing up in camp and showing up in camp and showing up in camp, they couldn't do anything with Gray Fenter. They had to keep him around to give him a fair and proper look in spring training. So they ended up losing uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr. and James Norwood because they could be designated for assignment. They could be... um, let go of, but Gray Fenter couldn't be. So if you're adding a player for the Rule 5 draft, if you're adding a player to keep them um, from being selected in the Rule 5 draft, that's a long-term thing. That's not a, we're going to add him, and then 20 seconds after the Rule 5 draft is over, then we're going to do something with him. No, you can't do that. You have to keep him around Again, I don't know what specifically the date is on that, but it's somewhere around now. If 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 a team waits until, you know, 1st of September, 2nd of September, okay, we're going to call this guy up now because of reasons. He's, he's a part of the team. He, you're not going to, you could release him if that's the plan, but you can't run him through waivers or anything like that. So yeah, this is step one of walking through the 40-man roster. And if you are a deep deep dive Cubs fan, you should probably get about thinking about which players are going to be on the 40-man roster over the offseason. And more importantly, why? Why this guy? Why not that guy? Why Cody Hoyer? And why not uh, Adam Morgan? You know, if someone pushes, it, you should have your ideas ready. And if somebody pushes you, well, why this guy and not that guy? Or why this guy over that guy? Or why not this guy instead of that guy? You should have reasons. You should have reasons. Not just because um, I like him or he didn't do very well in that one game that I went to. No, that that's not proper reasoning. Some players are going to be around because their contracts indicate it. That's another, yes. It's people sometimes don't want this player or that player to be on the 40-man roster. They're going to make some sort of a social statement. No, I'm going to non-tender this player because that's that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're certainly welcome to try to make a statement like that. But when people try to make statements like that, I tend to disregard them permanently because um, there there are a number of people who I've run through through the years, run into through the years that, well, I'm doing this because I want to make this statement and I want to um, be overly hostile toward this player because he makes too much money 
or I want to be uh, bothered by this person because he's too flashy or because he wears his hair long or he, whatever the reason, whatever the stupid reason. My favorite stupid reason for a Cubs, anybody doing anything for, was when uh, Oscar Gamble was traded for dating white women. That was 1970. Either late, uh, late 69, late 69, early 1970. He was um, dating white women when he was, Oscar Gamble was definitely a black man, a, uh, had, had a killer fro. Um, and the Chicago Cubs executives did not like that he was being, um, uh, He's dating white women. They didn't like it. So uh, they traded Oscar Gamble and Dick Selma to the Phillies for Johnny Callison. And Johnny Callison had one adequate year and one bad year with the Cubs, and then he was done. And Oscar Gamble was, bye-bye. Have have a nice career with other teams. Um, Doing things for stupid reasons is not encouraged around here. Decide why you're going to do something. Have a reason for it. Go for it. Stick to it. Be dogged. Or don't be. But have a reason for what you're doing. Have a reason for what you're doing. Elzele, Espinosa, Hendricks, Hoyer, Marquez, Mills, Nance, Rodriguez, Steele, Thompson, Vizcaino, Wick, Wick, Amaya, Contreras, Bodie, Horner, Madrigal, Morell, Wisdom, Canario, Dykeman, Hayward. I will be adding names to the left, to the right, on the right, on the right, on the right column as we stutter. Uh, Davies, Morgan, Stewart, Romine, Lobaton, Chirinos, Higgins, Duffy, Romine. It's very depth. It's very possible that the Cubs could bring back P.J. Higgins into the organization in 2022, even without having him on the 40-man roster. I think there will probably be an effort for that. P.J. Higgins might even be amenable to it. Um, But as I mentioned, there's the left-hand column, there's the right-hand column. I have 14 names still in the middle. I still haven't figured out what I want to do with them. Still haven't figured out if they're going to the left or to the right. And the next step will be checking the six-year free agents, and then after that, the uh, Rule Five guys. I want to have—I want to have about thirty-four or thirty-five names on the list. I don't want to have anything too much more than that. If I have too much more than that, I'm going to have to go back and recheck my premises because um, I'm probably doing something wrong. Nice win for the Cubs tonight. Very nice walk-off win. Um, whole bunch of contributions from players who are in the center column. Center column or Manny Rodriguez pitched really well. Cody Hoyer pitched really well. If they hadn't done their job, then the Cubs probably lose the game. Um, and for those of you who are a bit surprised, they have Frank Schwindel center column. I like the center column. I like the center column. 
like the center column for Ian Happ. I like the center column for Michael Hermosillo. I like the center column for Rafael Ortega. I can boot somebody over to the left or to the right in 30 seconds. It doesn't take very long. Um, I like having the center column there. And 14 players, that seems about right. Some of those guys, I could make the call either way. Have a great day. Be safe. Be nice to each other. And pick a good pipeline game to listen to on Tuesday if you're not going to listen to Pat and Ron.